Hello, welcome to a round of games episode 36. I'm Sam, I'm here with Darian. Hello. How's it going, Dar? Yeah, it's going good. Very it's... good, very chill and very wet Sunday here. <laughs> right, weather, good. Close. Mm. Close. <laughs> no, of course. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Oof. Yeah, it's, uh, we had like one day of sun during the week and that was nice. Um, but other than that, it's been real trash here. Luckily, we get to stay indoors, um, not as much as we like. Oh, you work from home, screw you. But uh, Yeah, that's also not a great thing, it's always, you know. But yeah. it has its perks, it has its perks. No, that's true. Um, you may have heard a new intro song, which Darian spent three, three plus hours looking for uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, we wanted to sort of refresh some things about the podcast um in that the content is basically staying the same it's still me and darian just talking about whatever uh but it's you know i want to freshen it up a little and uh yeah you can't do that M if maybe that's the same thing you know yeah maybe that's what we should have named the podcast me and darian talk about wherever i mean yeah that's it yeah me and darian talk about whatever but that would that, mean it was, that would mean it would have to be you and somebody else that's true that's still that's you know that's a good podcast name. Yeah. Um. So we got some stuff to talk about, or at least I do. Darwin's I don't know. He's got an update on some things. Um. I have new things which I'm pretty excited about. And um. You want to jump right into it? I checked out some of that Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Um, oh right. Okay. Today I played about two hours of it. Um. From the beginning, obviously. So Mass Effect One. And um, it took, uh, what was it, 2007 that game came out? So it took like 14 years, but I think they've made Mass Effect 1 playable to new players now. Okay, cool, finally, because that's actually, that's what I need, because that was my biggest, like, struggle with, like, trying to get into this series. Yeah, um, so full disclosure, the only Mass Effect I've played is Mass Effect 2, and uh, that was back when that came out, when because it came out on PS3. At, I want to say simultaneous with like the other versions, back in 2010. Um, so I jumped in then. So the obviously the original game was 360 and PC only, and um, it, it wasn't released on PS3 until like quite a bit afterwards. Um, so I had sort of like a simulated Mass Effect One save, which it came. It kind of took you through this digital graphic novel of or digital comic of like events that happened in the past and you basically selected one thing or the other and it like told you a story um similar to how the witcher 3 handles it as well because if you don't have a witcher 2 save because that, that works the same way with like choices you've made it's like you're there having you're you're getting shaved and this guy comes up to you he's asking you questions about your past and then it's like whether or not you killed this guy or whether you let them go or something like that um, so it, it, it simulated that stuff in the same sort of way. Uh, so I didn't have real, like, any reference of a lot of the if events from Mass Effect 1 going into 2. That said, I did really enjoy playing through 2. Um, until it, the first game got released on PS3 and I did try to play it. And I think the problem with going from Mass Effect 2, where they refined a lot of the shooter aspects and like they focused on a lot of the gameplay elements from the first game like going from that 
back to Mass Effect 1, which is very much more RPG. Uh, it felt just kind of a hassle to play. Um, mm. it, it, I just didn't find it enjoyable to, like, a lot of the shooting felt random. It felt way more RPG in, in the shooting mechanics, which is, like, super weird for, like, a third-person shooter, you know, like, what it was meant to be. Um, but now with this Legendary Edition, they seem to have tightened it up a bit more to make it feel more like those, like, 2 and 3. Um, I don't know how 2 and 3 are in this Legendary Edition, but... I think Mass Effect 1 is probably the one that, you know, has had the most care. This is more like a remake as opposed to the other two, which are should be remasters, really. Uh, okay, that's really good to hear, because I'm definitely interested in at least playing that series. It's very beloved. Um, but yeah, my I remember playing Mass Effect 1, like, years ago, um, and I remember trying it, and I, it was specifically the combat where I was playing it, and I was like, I don't like how plays this feels horrible and i kind of just put it down i was like you know what maybe mass effect isn't for me um but then i was told like mass effect 2 is like way way better um i just never got around to diving in um but now that they do uh have done this and now that the legendary edition is kind of i guess as you said remade mass effect one almost um yeah i'm, I'm interested in playing that yeah it, it might be giving it too much effort like um too much what am I thinking of? Um, Credit? Yeah, by saying it's like a remake, it's like they it's had the most work done to it, you know, to bring it more in line with these other two. Um, it still uses the same sort of cooldown technology for the guns as opposed to ammo. So you don't like reload guns and put new clips in them. It's just like if you shoot this gun too many times, you have to wait for it to cool down. So you have to like stop shooting and then wait a little bit and then keep like shooting afterwards. It's um it still uses that stuff, which does mean I keep pressing square to try and reload. And square is your grenade, and oh. <laughs> uh, you start off with five, and I ended that first mission with like two, um because I kept trying to th uh, reload. Um, the weird thing about grenades is like it's sort of this spinning disc that flies in front of you, just kind of like floats in a straight line towards something, and you have to press square again to reload, or, or to, not to reload, fuck. Um, you have to press square again to detonate it. Um, so I was wondering why my grenades weren't actually exploding, because I didn't want to press square again, because it, like I think I oh, thought okay. I would throw another one. Um, but uh, yeah, I did that first mission where you're down on uh, Eden Prime. And then I've, uh, for those who, of you that have played it, I'm on the Citadel now. Just started exploring that place a little bit. Uh, in my original playthrough on the, or not playthrough, but on on the original of what I've played, I've done a little bit more on the Citadel, and I don't think I got much further than that. Um, I remember a shootout in a nightclub, and I think that's coming up. But that's pretty much all that uh, all that I can remember from my time in that game. So I'm looking forward to actually experiencing more of it yeah people really really love that series and um i'm excited to like find out why i guess because it, it really felt like mass effect one um a lot of people who have played it are like yeah no mass effect one was awesome but they're like yeah but it we get that it's hard to play now we played it when it first came out and we just like yeah but mass effect two onwards is like yeah this is amazing yeah, like, um, like multiple people that I've talked to who are really into the series have um, 
have the you know like they've played those games like the entire trilogy multiple times all the way through um and i've always come to the realization of like if you played it back when it came out and then you know played the sequel or whatever it's probably easy to go back to but like especially playing the sequel and then trying to play it in 2020 2021 like it's it's a struggle you know because i know there are games that play better already yeah there, there are a bunch of games that just unfortunately haven't really uh not haven't but have i should say struggled with the test of time and this sort of like yeah. trying to go back to a bunch of these games and it's like ah uh, man maybe we've been spoiled by so many like nice things now <laughs> that going back to some games that just don't have them uh it feels really really bad yeah like imagine they did this treatment to like dragon age or something because I, tr- I tried playing that for the first time dragon age origins the first one um a few years ago and that felt very that's a lot more like star wars knights of the old republic um whereas mass effect kind of went in a shootery space opera direction this was more it's star wars but with actual swords instead of light swords and not space but you know forest and shit um it, it had it was less more less of an action game and more of a tactical um rpg and uh, going back to that, it just felt clunky in a way, like if you're right up next to someone and you swing the sword via an uh, like an attack prompt uh, and you miss, it, like that kind of annoyance got to me. Right. Um, but then I played a little bit of Dragon Age Inquisition, the like more recent Dragon Age, uh, and that actually felt really good. So I'm hoping they like give the same treatment to the Dragon Age stuff that they have done with the Mass Effect, because that that'd be pretty cool. That's the series I've always wanted to dive into as well. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, especially as um, we kind of sort of have like Dan and Kiki who like absolutely adore the, that series. Both of them, like, I mean, bo- both sure series. They, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, you're totally right. Yeah. Hell, even Knights of the Old Republic. Like, I'm pretty sure both yeah. of them are really into that as well. It's just that, that style of game. Um, I appreciate Mass Effect taking in a lot of influence from that, but kind of going in a more gameplay-focused direction, whereas like KOTOR was, here's a Star Wars RPG, and, and less of a... Uh, it's like a PC. It's a classic PC RPG, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Mass Effect so far, it uh, it's impressed me quite a bit. I know, like, before it came out, we saw a lot of screenshot comparisons between the original version and the, the legendary version of Mass Effect 1, and it was super impressive. But playing through that first area, uh, like, the first couple of hours, it's how I remember it looking, which is strange. But, I mean, I don't know. It, I bet if I saw that original version, it would look definitely not like this. Yeah, it's going to be nice when I play it, just from the case of, like, to me, I think it's going to be, like, going in completely fresh. I can't yeah. remember anything about Mass Effect 1. Like, what I played it about 45 minutes to an hour before I was like, yeah, I don't like this. You're like, oh, um, I'm going to go back to FIFA. At that time, probably would have been Gears of War. <laughs> oh, that's, well, yeah, I can see why you would uh, yeah. rather play Gears of War than Mass Effect. 
You're like, what's this? Yeah. Wait, I know, it's still space stuff, isn't it? Well, it's, it's aliens and mm, yeah. not, not quite the same, but yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, I'll uh, I'll stick to that. It, I really wanted to play it so we could talk about it now, but I gotta say, like all of last week, I was not looking forward to jumping into like a hundred hour <laughs> RPG, um, like brand new when I've got all this other shit. That's how I feel about like ninety percent of games. Oh, I think my Amazon's here. Hang on. No, whatever. Someone will get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll uh, I'll stick with it. Obviously, I do want to see it all the way through. Um, we got a lot of DLCs with it too, so it's like hella content. Yeah. Uh... It's like when I'm picking and choosing what games I want to play at the minute, it's just like if something is like 50 to 60 hours plus, it's not that I'm going to avoid it in any way, but I will have a second thought to it because I will be like, I don't know, man, like, do I want to dive into this like, you know, 50, 60 hour kind of game? Like... (laughs) Oh, I've got this other like hundred hour game to finish first and it it just starts like stacking up. That's why um that's why I keep putting like Assassin's Creed Valhalla on hold because it's just it's too long and that's like an actual problem with the game. But I've heard that the end of it gets like real weird in a way that I'm like into. Um but it's like I don't know. Like, Michael Huber goes on a lot about, like, just play what you want to play when you want to play it. And, like, that's kind of done me well so far. Like, I got so many games that I do want to jump into because they're a lot, it's a lot more interesting to me to check something new out than it is to go back to something that, like, either I've put on hold or have been playing for many, many hours. And it's just like, uh, I'm going to, you know, kind of go through the grind on this again. Um, but it's. Yeah. Um... It's sort of like, I guess, after chatting to you about it, like, I think it was like last month, it's like being a breath of fresh air to just look at Persona 5 and be like, you know what? I like this world. I like the game. I don't think it's a bad game at all. I like the characters, environment setting and stuff. But like, I just, I'm not super wanting to play this for like 80 hours. Um, I, I played like eight to 10 hours. And I still felt right at the beginning. And, like, it has a mechanic in the game, which I, I'm not the most fond of, which is, like, uh, it's like the Pokemon-type aspect, where you, like, capture sort of, like, different personas. Right, yeah. Um, and collect oh. them and stuff. Oh, and leveling them You have them to have up. a conversation with them in order to get them. And then you have to guess the right conversation, but there are certain ways, like, you can sort of figure out, depending on, like, their behavior and stuff but but like that sort of mechanic in games like can sometimes kill it for me J- just in terms of like i like collecting stuff in games but when it's not like super guided and super easy or where there's not like this it, it just it didn't do it in a way where i was excited about collecting these things right i i i, I was doing it because i was like yeah i guess i should do this not because i ever wanted to okay. um so I, I was just kind of like, ah, oh, man, I got like a hundred hours and there's probably so many of these to collect. And like, I'm right at the beginning and it's just like, 
ah, it's a big game. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I, I might actually just watch it somewhere, honestly, because I, I don't mean, know if... I'm... You could just watch the anime, I guess. Does it follow the game story? Yeah. They, oh. they, like, Persona 3 and 4, I'm pretty sure 5 has an anime. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it does as well. Yeah, they, they all follow the game stories. It's... It, and it, it sucks, right? Because, like, I'm saying this, but, like, I don't dislike the game at all. I actually think it's a very good game. And I had a lot of fun while playing it. It just, as I was playing it, it felt, like, too much. And it kind of felt like, it's not that I don't have the time. Because, like, if you like something enough, you'd make the time, right? Like, yes. Um, but that that's what I mean. I, I don't think I liked the gameplay enough to have, to, to want to spend the, like, 80 to 100 hours into it. Which is a bit of a shame. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Um, I oh, I forgot to do it, but I was going to look up my uh, time spent on Avengers. Because mm. um, I've spent quite a lot of time on that. Like, you know, daily and like entire weekends and stuff. Just kind of doing whatever. Even if it's like not the story stuff, it's grinding for materials, you know, to upgrade things. Um, and like, I'm enjoying it as well though so that's kind of all that matters really um and then i i leave it you know here and there for like a week or so um to play someone else but then then along comes like something like assassin's creed and uh like i'm not enjoying valhalla as much as i did odyssey because valhalla feels too bloated with stuff um, but also there's like barely any boat things and I really enjoy the boat stuff in, in the more recent Assassin's Creed games. Um, also Greece is more interesting than medieval Britain, to be honest. Um, uh, While we're on the topic of length of game, what I think is really, really interesting, um, at least from what I've seen across like Twitter and like sort of just people's like opinions on things. So uh, it's been like, a couple of weeks now since um resident evil 8 has come out and um like a lot of people have obviously like you know finished it and stuff um before this game came out there was something that came out about the game length and you sort of had the two camps where one side of it was like oh my god we've been waiting for this game for ages and it's only like 10 to 15 hours what the hell how is that worth 70 dollars which is like a really silly argument yeah um and then you had the other camp is just like, well, Resident Evil games are usually like much shorter than that, especially if you look at games like Resident Evil 2 Remake and 3 Remake, which is like four to eight hours on your first playthrough. They, those games were like kind of made to be almost sped run sometimes, it feels like. Um, ex like with Resident Evil 4 and 6, the exceptions, I'd say, because they are really long. Yeah, I uh, 4 six. is really long. 5 is quite long as well, though. I think five is actually similar to four. Four is like fifteen hours. I think five, huh. if you rush through, is closer to ten to fifteen. But and then six with all four campaigns is like forty hours. Four, four is long, but like five onwards, they're kind of expecting you to run it multiple times. You know, trying like do obviously do the upgrades and you know do whatever multiple. Because um, some yeah, like but... different paths and stuff, don't you like? Yeah, five had more replayability, yeah. um, for sure. Because it was like, hey, go through and this time collect all the treasures. Go through again, upgrade all your weapons, and like go yeah. through again and like get all these emblems and stuff like that. God, I love five. 
yeah, four does that as well in terms of like the different guns and costumes and stuff. But there was obviously a lot less of it in four, um, whereas five kind of enhanced the replayability. I think what what they could do to the four remake to make it way more like accessible or um, like give people more interest to replay it is just basically add a chapter select. Like you can't choose where you start off in that game. Like just let me, you know, choose where I want to start. Like a like five did just with all of my shit just with all of my upgrades and everything just let me go yeah um it's weird because like i guess that game like feels and looks like an adventure like even though it has chapters it does kind of feel like one coherent thing um because you don't really teleport to different places between chapters you kind of start where you ended it so it does feel like one linear adventure but i do get what you mean or at the very least let me start from like chapter one or chapter two or three four five yeah if that makes sense yeah that, not, that not would... like three one three two yeah three, yeah yeah that that'd be really nice to uh add um but back to the like main point i was going to bring up so before the game came out people were like heavily complaining about the length of the, um, the game and stuff right and um, what's been really interesting is that since i've seen more and more people finish the game and like you know highly praised it as well which has been really nice um a lot of people have said it's been so refreshing to enjoy a game that's like 10 to 12 hours and just like people have, are a big fan of just being like wait i finished this game in like a week and i feel pretty good about it yeah i, I think more recently people are really into shorter games especially when you have stuff like well not to call out ubisoft but like a lot of their games from last year and uh, the past few years actually but um actually i think immortals phoenix rising is supposed to be a hell of a lot shorter than some of their other stuff for like an open world ubisoft game um but yeah i'm i'm looking forward to being able to jump into some sh- some smaller length bite-sized games um Although, well, I guess Mass Effect doesn't really count for those because that's three really yeah. long ones. Um, I I mm. think it, it, it's like a good way to describe it is like a long game between like 50 and 60 hours. Or let's say 40 and 60. I feel like it's completely fine, but you have to be captivated the entire time, which is incredibly hard. Um, I don't think too many games can do that. Um there are obviously like loads of standout ones, especially because it depends on the person as well. Like for you, the Assassin's Creed games do that because like you enjoy your time like thoroughly while playing through them, even though they're like yeah. these massive adventures and stuff. Like Final Fantasy VII Remake did that for me. Like I think I finished it in like 40-ish hours or 30 to 40 hours. And I was like, wait, that was 40 hours? Because like, I didn't put it down, you know? Yeah, for like um, a mainline, well, main, like for a Final Fantasy game that is still actually really short, feels like. Yeah. You know, 35 to 40 hours compared to, say, I don't know, 15, which is probably like more along the lines of 50 to 60. Um, yeah, I, you know what? 15 as well. When I remember my experience playing it, obviously, I like it took me a while to like get it. But I remember being like, between 10 20 hours in and i was always coming back to it slowly chipping away it didn't like grip me yet 
And then I think I went from like 20 to 80 hours instantly because I just, I couldn't put it down then. You're talking about chapter three as well, though, specifically, aren't you? Like as soon as you get through that gate into Duskai, and, you, and you're like, okay, here's where everybody gets lost. <laughs> it's like, yeah, chapter no, four's it, never going to come for another like 40 hours. Well, yeah, that's the good thing about 15. It's sort of like one, chapter one is like, just an intro two is like setting up the story a bit more chapter three is like okay here's the open world proper go have fun with it and then all of chapter three is just right it's just you and the boys you the boys the regalia off you go yeah and yeah i, I just had too much fun with it yeah. I, I remember when i finished that game as well like you save your game and then hit new game plus and you're just like right back in it i did that that was one of the few games where when i finish it i jump straight back into it and you just like it, it has one of those really good new game pluses where all of your stuff just carries over and you basically just restart the story and it's just yep here we go again skipping these cutscenes, leveling up uh yeah that's uh boy that what a what a fun thing i'm sorry no, I, I... no wait that doesn't exist yet we, we're on final fantasy 2 true i i did feel the exact same way though um oh it was actually really nice because like i played it initially with the uh japanese voice actors right. and then i finished it instantly changed it to english obviously that's jarring at first in new game yeah. plus but then like it also i just love doing that um again like because i think both the english and japanese like did such a good job in that game and i I did the same with um, Final Fantasy VII remake, mm -hmm. but I started it on hard, um, and then I just never like got around to finishing hard because um, I was still trying to work out the most efficient way to do things. Because it's the thing that doesn't like, sound enjoyable. It, the thing is, it it like it really is that playing the game on hard was actually really fun. I enjoyed the gameplay side of it. The only thing that weren't enjoyable was trying to figure out how to deal with the damn dresses like what's the most efficient way to grab them because like uh, i yeah i had to use a a guide to because figure out how to make them you know, yeah like tifas it starts so early on in the game and then yeah that, that defines that and then heiress is like and the heiress isn't as bad because it's like a couple of chapters before um wall market so uh, it's, it, it's just it's really annoying because you really have to plan that beforehand otherwise you're doing like five playthroughs because you messed up and it's like uh, yeah, I, I mean wanna... you don't have to play through the entire game chapter select helps hugely in except that. you do have to do that bit with the stupid mechanical arms over and over because you have to do that before you get to the like point where you make a choice make one of the choices yep um and yeah, all the stuff like running up to her house and all that stuff as well, because you have to kind of, you have to make sure you bank the choices that you make and then chapter select to the next sort of point. Um, it's, yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, it, it is really weird. Um, again, it's not a horrible thing, but it's just sort of like when I jumped into New Game Plus, I kind of like was trying to work out the most efficient way to do this because I wanted to like, you know, do it cleanly. Yeah. Um, and I ended up like putting it down afterwards, um, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll get back to this." And then mm -hmm. as soon as like the PS5 was coming out, I was like, "There's going to be an update for this." <laughs> it took quite a while to hear something about it, and I was like, "It's, it's going to happen," and it finally is. So I'm excited to jump into that. Yeah, but uh, something I am excited about the uh, 
the sorry intergrade mm-hmm. port um is the fast loading times oh my god because, yeah <laughs> because uh having played like well it's, so i got the platinum for avengers on the ps4 uh before the ps5 version hit because it's like a whole separate trophy list um mm. And in the case of Avengers, when I synced my save, every single one of those trophies popped, so I didn't actually get to do them again myself. It just means I got a platinum on the title screen for the PS5. Mm. Uh, but um, with the separate trophy list on, on Final Fantasy VII, um, knowing that I would be able to chapter select and load into whatever chapter in like two seconds is going to be such a a nice change from because the loading times on that ps4 version were rough you know yeah they definitely were uh, especially like the odd few times you get game over and then loading back in you're like man am i really getting this punished for dying <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like i because I, I brought up avengers because one of the trophies was to do 50 hives and they're not difficult. It's just you have to complete 50 of them and they can take a while. And it's just kind of going down into them. And the load times on that game also on the PS4 or last gen was like atrocious. Even playing it on the PS5 when they were slightly better, it still took a while to load into it. Um, and it's just kind of sitting there through that loading screen in the initial loading screen you know, and then loading up the mission and then doing that and then like redoing that over and over again. Like playing it now on the PS5 native, it like takes two seconds and it's awesome. So yeah, I'm, I'm hoping excited. it makes Seven Remake a, a hell of a lot easier to play. Something I'm super excited about as well about the Seven Remake uh, PS5 edition or Integrate, I should say. Um, I'm excited to just play the game without my room sounding like an aircraft is taken off. Yeah, that was something. Yeah. I am legitimately surprised that my PS4 survived Final Fantasy VII <laughs> because there were multiple times when playing it when I thought like I don't like I can't put this game down. I'm loving every moment of this, but my PS4 is struggling. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, I felt bad. I honestly thought it was just gonna crap out on me at any point. Uh, luckily, I survived though. But I like got a war on it. That was a uh... oh my god. Yeah, God of War was just as bad. That's true. Jeez, oh, that, that was rough. Yeah, Avengers made it incredibly loud as well. And then you play it on PS5, and you're like, I can't hear anything. This is great. I can actually hear the game this time. Yeah, literally. So yeah. I, I'm very happy about that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Final Fantasy, Darren, you've also been playing some more Final Fantasy 14. You'll talk about some of the expansions that's been going on. Yeah. So like. I've had like a really quiet like couple of weeks in terms of like video games. Um, I've dealt with like a lot of like real life stuff, just like houses, well not houses, flats and like moving and like work has been really, really busy. It's just been like, it's just one of those like couple of weeks, you know, but I have spent some time playing uh, Final Fantasy 14. Um, and I'm about like 30 to 40, somewhere in that like range uh, quests into um, Stormblood now. Um, which is the second uh, expansion. Right. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, like, like, first expansion past, like, the free stuff, because free stuff takes you all the way to Heaven's Ward. Yeah, but initially Heaven's Ward was, like, paid for content, you know. Yeah, 
um and story's been like really fun entertaining i think it started off a little slow but it's like it ramps up and it's like okay yeah i see major plot points right let's go really enjoying that um and i'm finally at the like sort of new town for this expansion which is uh kugane and oh man it's like it's literally a weeb's paradise (laughs) it's so nice it's honestly like so cool to like wander around in um i was told like tons of times before getting here everyone's like you're literally gonna love this place and i'm finally there and i'm like okay yeah i this place is really really nice and i spent like i think i spent like two hours the other night um going to like the residential district so like where you know people buy their own houses and stuff in that game and I got to, like, the uh, Kugane's uh, residential area, and I literally spent, like, two hours just exploring it. There's, like, beaches there. There's, like, hot springs to just chill out. It, it It's just, like, it's all dumb stuff. It was really cool. It was just, like, me and uh, my friend Chris was just, like, hanging around there, wandering in people's houses, checking their stuff. Like, oh, it's, it's just, like, it's really, really nice. Um, it, It's just such a chill thing to do as well. Like, spending a couple of hours just exploring this place, doing dumb stuff, like floating and then spinning around in the sea because you can <laughs> and it's stupid. Uh, hanging out in, like, finding, like, hidden hot springs in, like, caves and stuff. Yeah, it, it's just really cool. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to, to see where this story goes. And um, I'm, I'm just excited to see, like, Shadow uh, Bringers, like, area as well. Well, like, main town, I should say. Because having, like, new places like this is awesome. It's like they act as, like, your hub area, I guess. So very excited about it. But yeah. Sorry, I was just checking what uh, the expansion list was for them. Uh, so is it Shadow... Uh, Realm Reborn, yeah. Heavensward, Stormblood, Shadowbringers. Yes. Right, and then the new one is Break Endwalker. Endwalker. Where did I get Break from? Stormbreaker. (laughs) So, oh, that's the fucking Thor's axe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Endwalker. Um. Okay, so you're getting there slowly. Yeah. But surely. Yeah. Yeah, It it it's a very big game. There are even story quests. There are so many. It's it's a big big time investment, but. This is what I mean. I'm really, really enjoying it, though, um, still, and I'm kind of going at my own pace and stuff. And, like, uh, I'm trying to get to Endwalker by the time it releases. I, I mean, I definitely will now because it was announced to come out, I think, end of November. Yeah. So like I've, got, I've got loads of time now, which is nice. But So just still enjoying it at my own pace at the minute. Yeah. It's really, really fun. Oh, cool. I did, I did jump into it uh, last, I want to say last weekend. Um, I popped back in for, I oh know it, it was sometime during the week, like kind of work was crappy and I wanted to just chillax in, uh, one of the evenings. And I just thought, oh, let's boot up 14. And then I ended up spending like a few hours on that. And that, uh, that was chill still on Realm Reborn, you know, taking it at my own pace, but I'm, I'm paying, technically paying for this time. So I'll, uh, I thought I'd, I'd jump into it and, um, I know it's like super long, but it's, uh. It's nice to know that, like, when when I don't have a subscription to it, I'm like, oh, I gotta pay for this. That sucks. But like, after dumping forty or whatever pound it was to get 
the sixth month time. Now I'm like, I can boot that game up whenever I want and play some, and that's pretty cool. So like, I have more of a, an encouragement to actually do that now. Um, What's cool that I'm excited for is, I don't know when it's coming, I don't know if they've announced when it's coming, but they are integrating cross-server play. Um, well, okay. no, no, cross-data center play. Um, that's what we so want though, right? The data center is what we want, okay. yeah. Um, so soon, I, I say soon, I, I don't know if it's a date yet, but we will be able to like queue up for dungeons and join this party and stuff, even though we're on like completely different like data centers. Does that also mean just play together or do you mean like you have to be dungeon type things? I'm not 100% sure because um, mm. I've been fed this info from my friends who know more about it. Okay. But I'm also not fully sure. And I, I don't know if they are yet either. I don't know if they've gone into specifics, if it's going to yeah. just be like, hey, you can like part, be, party up and you can like do dungeons and like go in instances together, but you can't be, you can't like see each other in the world. I, that I don't seems know. like it would be kind of a pointless feature if it was that, you know. Maybe, maybe we'll have to look more into this, but. Yeah, I, I, I mean, really yeah, it sense. makes sense if you want to, like, do dungeon runs or, like, raids and, like, trials and things like that. I guess, uh, but at that point, you might as well just have a character on the other server, right? Or, or just not... Uh, I guess uh, it's just, like, if you happen to be in a different server. Which we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's that. But, yeah, I'll, I'll have to look more into it, but the fact that something like this is coming is rather promising um, i bet you have to buy the new expansion for it yeah i wouldn't be surprised well actually no i think they're really good with like updates with things like that you think one you you think this would be like a free thing? oh yeah 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 absolutely um i think like yeah i don't think they'd lock something like that behind um an expansion um because that's like a core thing because like you you would be able to play like a realm reborn with people um cross data center and stuff i'd like to think so anyway but it is also square enix who can also charge like 30 quid for final fantasy 3 on mobile so you know <laughs> who knows that's exaggerated i think uh chrono trigger on ios was 16 pound when it came out and it was a crappy port as well. It was like the uh, yeah, really bad. Like, like the artwork was all trashy. And they did the same thing on PC as well. They ported it to PC, and it was like the iOS version, not the original one, which you want. Um, yeah. So they, they've since patched in like the good graphics. So yeah. that's that's pretty cool. I was, I was actually looking at that uh, yesterday. Nice. Yeah, Squeenix can give us, but they can also take us sometimes. So you never know. Yeah. Do you know why I was looking at uh, Chrono Trigger on Steam the other day? I do not, but I am excited for you to tell me. Uh, you do know. It's because I got a new PC. And, um... oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's not where I thought you were going with it. But sure, yeah. Well, hey, segue, segue. We like segues. Yeah. So, um, actually, Darian, spell segue. S-E-G-W-A-Y? No. It's, oh, I mean, you're you're thinking of the little like motorized thing. Oh, chimpanzee riding on a Segway. Yeah, S E G U E is the uh, the thing we ju we just did. And uh, as a perfect segue as it goes, I got a new PC 
that um, is, let's say, a monster. It's, uh, it has eaten all of the animals in this house already, and is uh, currently sitting behind me. It's, um, it's a, oh, let's see, what is it? It's, a, it's a, a, an Intel i7-10700. It's got 16 gig of RAM, which is like good enough to play whatever. And it's got a, a NVIDIA RTX 3070 in it. A four gig card of that and um i i built the path like it's the first pc that i built or that i bought uh pre-built since i think when was our first pc back in like the early early 2000s or something like that everyone since we've either upgraded that one just kind of like franken part frankenstein put things you know together or i built all the, bought all the parts separately and then built it then um, but this one, I didn't really want to mess around because my PC is, at the moment, is technically uh, eight or nine years old now. Um, I think 2012, 2013 is when I kind of put this one together, or, or like most of the uh, the body parts in it. Um, so I, th I thought it was about time to get into a proper, like get into a modern gaming PC and then from here on, when you know i eventually want to upgrade it in a year or two uh i'll be able to like you know pop a part out and then put a new thing in and it's um although to be fair what i've got in there at the moment i feel like should probably carry me for quite a while going forward i think especially with this 3070 yeah that's what i was really surprised about because like um i'm gonna be looking at getting a new pc very soon um but for me like I'm not that interested in, like, the uh, graphics card. Like, I just want it to be, like, good enough that I can play stuff. I don't care about, like, ultra settings. I'm, I'm not really much of, a, like, a PC gamer and stuff. Like, I'll buy most games on console. So I was like, yeah, you know, I can save some money in that department. But then when I saw what card you've got, I'm like, oh, you're future-proof for quite a while then. Because that card alone is, like, really expensive. So Yeah, so like, it's, like, something that I was really uh happy about now that um that i've got this is that we can stream some pc games proper at like really good spec um like really high settings um so i'm looking forward to being able to play like like eventually when we play through batman arkham knight which is something that i played a couple of hours of um yesterday uh we can play it on pc because i played that game at 4k 60 yesterday and it is like on a whole other level from when I played it at 1080 30 on consoles like a few years ago um and it got no next gen upgrade it got nothing to do with like the, the uh, Xbox One X or PS4 Pro it got nothing to do with that stuff no boost mode or anything um so it's just like hey if you want to play this game on console you're playing it at 30 frames at 1080 and here you go um but when I saw like I could have I mean the PC version goes up to 90 so if I put it on this monitor, which is a 144 hertz monitor, I'll be able to like play it at 90, and I kind of want to check that out. Um, but yeah, playing it on my big TV at 4K 60, it looks incredible, like super sharp, super smooth. Um, so like that seems like the most ideal way to play that game uh, with like literally every single setting all the way on the right hand side, and it didn't slow down one bit. I know it's like a uh, a six-year-old game at this point but it was super impressive for the time yeah. you know 
considering yeah, how like that. messy that game was when it came out it was one of those infamous pc ports of like this is extremely bad um it got a few patches and then they kind of ac unityed it kind of like, like anthem where they just kind of stopped updating it said uh this game's dead and then moved on to the next thing yeah. um they kind of put a few patches out for it they got it working for the most part but i think with my pc now it's kind of just brute forcing it's just throwing raw power at it and then that makes it stable <laughs> i mean hey you know? whatever works yeah um so yeah i played through that i played a uh, about three hours or so of the witcher 3 um the gog version of that all settings on ultra um that was also something that um so the console version of that is weird in that the um it, it got a ps4 pro and a 1x patch um both at whatever dynamic checkerboard 4k stuff whatever uh but for whatever reason the xbox one x version runs at 60 but the ps4 version only runs at 30 I, oh yeah I have no idea why um so when we did our sort of um launch live stream for uh the xbox series x i booted up the witcher a little bit there and like you can see the the 60 frame gameplay on that um but now having it at like well there is an option to have unlimited but i only had the um the frame rate on the actual tv set to 60 so i only played it at that but yeah i played it that and uh and 4k and that also looked like really really nice um but yeah i was basically just scrolling through my steam library at, well so what i'm doing is i'm i'm dedicating that computer to video games i'm still using my main one for the streaming and all this other stuff uh and that one i've put like steam um gog epic and origin for whatever reason oh and you play um the launchers on it and then i'm having those libraries download games and just like basically leaving it at that i got yeah. enough storage on there to have whatever i want to play on it um so i was like scrolling through all of those libraries downloading whatever i wanted to try out on it um and i thought whilst i'm downloading these pc games obviously you don't care about achievements or trophies on anything um let's download some cheats so uh i found a, a site that gives you a bunch of i don't really want to mess around with cheat engine because that's a whole load of like manual editing code and stuff that i don't have the time or patience to do um but there's these things called trainers which are basically just like little action replay type things for pc games where you boot the game up you load up this trainer and it has a little basically like really super simple gui which uh mostly have short keyboard shortcuts for um whatever cheat you want to activate and then uh hot, like basically like hotkeys um so on, on the witcher if i held control and press three it gave me a thousand xp oh, okay. and um as long as like the the trainer is active whilst you're in the game you kind of alt tab out to see what you've got there and then click on the game again and then do whatever hotkey and uh, away you go um so i was hitting holding control and hitting three a bunch and seeing that i had like t uh 20 000 out of 1000 xp and then whenever i got like a minimal amount of xp i just leveled up a whole bunch right. um so i'm like way op on that game but like also who cares uh i've already played that game so i feel good about it well not good but i feel okay about doing it um and that brings me to the point of 
the fact that the Kingdom Hearts games are on sale at the moment on Epic. Um, all of them. And, uh, like, I've talked before about how much I hate the Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC and how much yeah. I dislike the fighting those bosses um, in that DLC. And I'm probably never going to actually finish that, it's even the final boss on the uh, on the PS4 version. Uh, much like getting all of the journal entries in Kingdom Hearts 2. So without having to kind of watch someone else's upload of a secret video on YouTube, um, I thought, oh, if I get the PC versions of these, just make myself invincible and kick these things asses then we could have it in theater mode and just like go from there and i might do that because then we can watch watch the games um secret videos that way because then it, it will feel more like our own thing you know not like hey here's this here's this video that you can watch on this thing if you unlock it but we're not gonna do that like it, it will feel better coming actually from us or at least i'll feel better about it even if i did cheat you know yeah i can gather um, the the only other thing I played is uh, is control because I thought now that I've got an RTX card I can mess around with a bunch of ray tracing and I think control is actually the only game I've got that has ray tracing in it without like mods or whatever um, and in fact to be honest before I was scrolling through my Steam library I didn't even realize I owned the ultimate edition of control uh, thanks humble choice I guess uh, I'm pretty sure that's what I got it from so uh yeah, I tried that for a bit. It you can see her reflection in the glass. It seems cool. I'm still struggling to find my like excitement for ray tracing at the moment. I get that it's not just reflections, but as of right now, um I mean Spider-Man looked cool with it. And I'm really glad they introduced that um performance RT mode because I would rather choose 60 over ray tracing any day um, but yeah playing playing control it was uh, it was really nice to see it running at like a super high frame rate with everything on maxed um, yeah. until uh, the, the power unit started making this extremely loud scary noise and when it, it kind of like ramped up really quickly and it was super loud I just shut that computer off immediately um i have taken out the psu just to have a quick look at it but i can't see why it made that noise and it only seems to be after i play control for about 10 15 minutes and it's like super scary but four so hours of batman and witcher on max settings it's like super quiet so i don't quite know what's going on there unless it's a faulty power unit or something when it's asking too much of the uh of it i don't know yeah it is a bit weird like maybe it just doesn't like control maybe yeah. it's just something about control it's, it's just too much the weird thing is is i want to i was thinking of putting everything on low and then slowly increasing each thing like over time and just seeing like if it got to the point where it, it got loud again yeah. uh, but the problem is is like once it started up um, I like I quit the game the second time it did it. I quit the game back to the desktop and left it there for a bit, and it did like quite go um, like it quieted down a little bit, but it was still there. So I ended up shutting the PC off 
for like a few hours before turning it back on and then it was quiet again that's when i played batman and like no no issues at all right. um it's just i don't want to play games from 2015 on this like brand new pc you know i want to play like newer yeah, yeah, games uh that come out um so at the moment it doesn't like control but i'll uh i think that might actually be the most recent pc game uh that i've got on on steam oh i, I did yeah. download assassin's creed odyssey so I'll, I'll give that a go and see how that go- i mean that doesn't have ray tracing and it doesn't have um well I, I suppose the pc version will probably look really good uh but it might not be as taxing as control is maybe um but yeah i've uh i downloaded trainers for just a, t- a ton of games that i want to like check out but also mess around with in a way where like persona 4 golden um i downloaded a trainer for that because it's like they got the obvious cheats like infinite health infinite you know sp or mp um and there was one where like uh so you play persona 5 you know the uh leveling up your social link with your characters yeah there was one where it's like instant level up that where it means you only have to do an activity with them once and then you're guaranteed at leveling up. Right. So like if you go on a date with someone or if you like hang out with someone, they'll level up at the end of that. And then when you talk to them again the next day, and if you go and hang out, it will level up again at the end of that. Right. (laughs) So you don't have to like go on three or four different like story things before it levels up. And that will obviously get your stats up. Yeah. Um, So there's stuff like that. And if it, if it lets me play that game, quicker that's kind of the uh the whole idea because there are a ton of games we talked about the length of stuff earlier but there are a load of games that i still want to play um that i just don't have the time for and then that just means i'm not playing them you know yeah obviously no no one can play every single thing but like there's just a lot that i do want to check out and if I can play a game on easy or hell at this point, even just cheat my way through it, if I get to experience the content, then that's that's okay for me, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, like, if you can, like, do that and, like, still enjoy it, though, then, like, that is, like, probably the best way, yeah. uh, especially the most efficient way to do it. Um, yeah, I think, like a good way of like just blasting through games would be to do that sort of thing especially in terms of like a replay on pc like kingdom hearts like why should i play through that again um proper like i've done that many times on consoles um like the final fantasy stuff as well uh like it would be it's not i'm not in it for the challenge now you know i'm in it for to enjoy the game and hell i mean like demon souls or dark souls the the fun for a lot of people is the challenge so i guess cheating on them would be kind of pointless but it's just not the type it's not the games that i'm playing like in in batman i want all abilities from the get-go give me that this is why i think like games should integrate new game plus in the best way that's why 15 is like so good right because like when you start new game plus you're like extremely overpowered for those opening areas right yes. but it's like but what 
is good about that. That's not cheating. You earned that. You finished the game and you're just carrying over for the new stuff, right? Yeah. That's when stuff feels really, really good. But, like, games where, like, oh, the biggest one, in my opinion, is, um, and it killed it for me, was God of War. Um, new Game Plus for God of War was just aggravating. Because I had, like, gone through this whole game. And, like, I loved every minute of it, right? Um, I really loved God of War. But then New Game Plus started and the guys were from like right in the beginning area were extremely tough. So it was like New Game Plus kind of just turned into like hard difficulty. Then, oh, right. yeah, that, that's what happened with The Witcher for me. Like I finished that game at like level 30 or so. And when I played it, I booted it up on PS5 just to check it out. And like it scaled the bad guys to my level from the get go. So whereas you're level one and bad guys are level one when you start a new game, it was basically the same thing again. I just had some more abilities. So it felt like I wasn't overpowering them like I was towards the end of the like first playthrough, I guess. Yeah, and this is where like I think game balance um in general is like such an important thing. Cause like if I jump straight into New Game Plus and the opening area, there's like a bunch of tough guys, right? That's that's fine, right? But I didn't go into this wanting to play... Like, I didn't click New Game Plus because I wanted, like, a challenge or I wanted to play it on, like, hard mode. Click New Game Plus because I wanted to, like, go back through the game and, like, clean up everything. Um, And that's where, like, the balance comes into play because, like, yeah, okay, maybe in, like, three of... Well, not three or four, but maybe in a couple of years I might go back to God of War and be like, yeah, maybe I should try and get, like, the hard mode trophy or whatever. Um, but I don't knowingly go into that, and it's usually balanced where, like, the opening area isn't actually that bad. Because um, it scales. Even though you're on hard mode, you still scale up through hard mode. Yeah. Um, but in New Game Plus, it's, like, straight there. It's just like, okay, these guys are, are as tough, if not tougher, as they are, like, end game on your first play. And you're like, ah, man, this is more of, like, a slog than I wanted it to be. I just wanted to, like, bash through some guys and, like, try and clean up stuff. Especially because there's, like, not a great way of traversing uh, God of War in terms of, like, the map and stuff. It's it's not a good yeah, map at yeah. all. Like The fast travel is you actually walking through and assuming you know which doors to go in. And their, their fast travel wasn't exactly great in that because it yeah. meant you had to do something rather than just click on a thing. I, I took him around. This isn't, like, criticizing. The game is incredible. It's, like, one of yeah. the best games I've played. Yeah. But... In terms of looking at it from a collection point of view and like clean up, it, it just it weren't fun to do or like I, I just I started and I was like, you know what? I don't wanna do this actually. I love the game and I I don't want to play it. I, it's just not for me. No. Um but yeah. Speaking of God of War, um you know what is coming up is uh E three. E3, E3 is slash Summer Games Fest. Um, we are going to be having a ton of announcements and things in uh, in a couple of weeks here. Um, and PlayStation are a part of Jeff's Jeff Keighley's thing, the Summer Games Fest. Uh, you think we'll see a new God of War there? It got teased at the uh, that PlayStation event last September, I want to say. Um, you think we'll actually see it again? Yeah, I think 
I think we'll see. I think we'll see both God of War and Horizon Two. I think we'll like. I don't. I can't tell you how much, but we, we'll see both because those are going to be Sony's big hitters, right? Coming up soon. Well, yeah. I say soon, but coming up. So they are going to be the two games that we fully expect to see. Probably a lot of over the next six months. Can you imagine um, if those games are like out this year? Because like that, that would mean that first year of the PlayStation 5's life, it's like Ratchet and Clank, two huge sequels, Miles Morales and the original Spider-Man coming to it, Demon's Souls, like that first 12 months of the PlayStation 5's life would be insane. I mean, it already is even without those games, but I, just, I can't imagine how... And Final Fantasy VII as well, you know? Like, that's, well, a, that's a pretty cool get for them. What's the in first parties is between now and, like, end of year, there are going to be so many games coming out that we don't even know about yet. Hopefully, and that's yeah. that's an exciting thing. Um, things that have been teased about in the past that we've probably forgotten about um, because we just haven't heard in a while about them will probably get shown again at E3 to be out, you know, this holiday and stuff. Like, yeah. it's going to be a lot of games. Um, well, like, Kano is out in August, so we might see something new yeah. for that. Um, Square Enix, or, like, so... So the reason I mainly brought this is up is because of um, a, an insider who has been reported to have get some rumours right in the past, or leaks, I suppose. Um, some things they've said have turned out to be true, and they've said that there is a, a was it a basically high-profile Square Enix Fun Fantasy game for PS5 due to be announced at E3. Um, and we talked about this a couple of days ago, just trying to figure out what the hell it could be. Um, and it's really tough. Yeah, it, it it's just like coming down to it. It's like it it's not going to be anything like tactics because you'd assume that leans heavily towards handheld stuff. Um, and it wouldn't yeah. be like a PS5 exclusive. The only other thing I could think of is like World of Final Fantasy, but like that doesn't feel quite right either. So is it like a, something, a sequel to like what, typo? Like, like I, World of Final Fantasy 2 doesn't seem like the thing you would leak yeah. in in such a way. You, like you would probably just say, oh, they're announcing a sequel to this at E3. Yeah. Um, not like tease something and and they did say it's not was it not the was it because they were showing um they said they're gonna have stuff that is in addition to the seven remake the um 16 and the 14 dlc uh they said it's like not those it's it's something else um so so it's kind of like you, it, it, is this like Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2? Is this Final Fantasy VII Remake like a, another spin-off that oh, they're doing? I kind of hope not. Put some other I mean, stuff out first. Um, I know you're hoping for Crisis Core, but at this I mean, point... I, that, that's the dream. And like in my head, I'm like, it makes sense for that to come out before Remake Part 2, which will probably show a lot more about that sort of story. Uh, those story elements. Yeah, without spoiling the end of Seven Remake. Yeah, it would be kind of strange if they put out Crisis Core to like refresh your memory of this 
story when it seems like they might be changing it in a way well that, uh... but that's the thing though like if you play through like a remake of crisis core and it ends like the way it's supposed to end at least then to like new players of the seven remake it makes sense now what if mm. it makes sense that stuff has changed what? okay trying really hard not to right. spoil but like Hang on. skip forward like two minutes if you're mm. touchy about seven sport seven remake spoilers yeah right what if it was a crisis call remake mixed in with some dirge Cerberus stuff and like it has basically the end of the game zach doesn't die but he basically has that cutscene that happens at the end of the seven remake where he's like carrying Cloud into Midgar? Like, what if the game ends that you're like playing that timeline as you're going into it? Like That'd be that that cool. that would basically set up the part two of the remake. Then, yeah, that's and what then I mean. it and would also tie into the DLC for the integrated stuff with the like Dodosobras crew. Yeah, and even more new players of like seven. Who've like never you know played or seen anything or said it it at least explains who Zach is. Yeah, it, and it, like, it shows his it relationship with Aerith and all that. Yeah, so it gives that context ready for part two in the coming years, fuck knows when, but yeah, you know, it makes sense. That would be cool. It would be cool. Again, this is just speculation. There's no way it's gonna be that. uh no, probably back not. Th- back down to spoiler free zone. Um but yeah, so it could be like that, what we just talked about. Uh, I can't really think. Like, we mentioned it could be like a remake to like 9 or like something like 6. Uh, I, I, I would believe 6 more than anything else. But but even then, like, are they really going to do like this full massive remake of 6 as well as like 7 at the same time? Like, I know it's different teams, but... What if it's could... a... What if it's a modernized, modern collection of a, a few of the games for, like, PS5? Like, just a PS5 collection of, sort of, I don't know, 5 through 9 or something. Can you imagine how sick that would be? And and 10, and 10 too, and, and 12, and 15. What if it's a 15? Oh, man. Dude, what if it's, like, Final mm. Fantasy ultimate anthology collection and it's 1 to 15 no wait <laughs> oh man we're it's, gonna have to play like, through final fantasy 1 again on ps5 <laughs> it's like 1 to 10 oh i don't really want to play through 2 again <laughs> and it'll, in- it'll include 12 and 15 11 and 14 won't count right yeah obviously yeah, yeah. oh what if it is just 11 uh fucking you know what who yeah. knows who knows it we'll, might we'll, not even yeah. be real yeah, exactly. And like, I, I've knows? set myself up for disappointment many a time coming to three. And let me tell you, I will be singing on the top of my voice, Eternal Sonata Remake, let's go. Yeah, it's going to be Ape Escape. The new Final Fantasy game for PS5 is uh, is Ape Escape. Oh, yo, did you see that Time Splitters news? Okay, hold on. Right. So, Time Splitters, Free Radical free radical the development studio behind it all that shit like years ago kind of they just tape it off when they made haze like that was a full-on mistake on their part let's say that ps3 piece of trash um they got closed down time splitters future of that nah we're never going to get another one these fans have been recreating it for like years now and the stuff that they've shown is pretty cool looking um and then like two days ago or so 
um, the basically the owners of the Time Splitters IP, uh, they went on to make Homefront and Homefront the Revolution um, with a, a new studio called um, oh shit, what was it called? Dam Dam Breakers? No, oh god, damn it! I had it. I thought of it just now. What is it, Damien? Shit, Dam Buster. I think yes, that seems right. Um, basically, that is Free Radical. Uh, they changed their name and they made these home front games. Um, now it seems that like Deep Silver, the IP holders for Time Splitters, are now renaming or that they are forming a new studio, um, and they are calling it Free Radical Entertainment. And let me just quickly check and make sure. No, okay, fine. Um, they're calling it Free Radical Entertainment. And they are making a brand new Time Splitters game, like officially confirmed by the publisher or by the owners of it. And um, that's that made a lot of people happy on the day that it came, like that news came out. Um, yeah, like when I look back and think about this, though, like this is going to be weird. Like there hasn't been a Time Splitters game in so long. But I can't see how it's gonna turn out. Like I'm still excited. Yeah. I'm not even like I'm not even skeptical. That's that's not what I mean. I I just like I'm just confused more than anything because I can't I cannot picture what a modern time splitters game is gonna look like. I I, I can't I can't like, yeah because it's such a weird series. The the game is just weird, and that's kind of its charm. Um. It's just, I, I can't feel or think how it would look. It's but... it's a game from the noughties. Like, it's, oh, it's stuck in that era, and I kind of hope it comes back also in that era as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want them to, like, Call of Duty it or anything like that. I want them to make a new Time Splitters because I like Time Splitters. Like, don't, yeah. don't change it in any way, really. Um, the only thing I need to change is just add online play and let us play virus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and let, let us let us do that. Um, yeah, let us make maps as well. The map maker they made in it, where you can like set up um, like little stories and objectives and all this other stuff. Like, let, let us do that and yeah, make a, a really dumb story mode in it with all these weird time travel shit and Harry Tipper and the Gingerbread Man and all that other stuff. Let Dan play as that monkey who's really fast, especially the odd job of the game, and it's really oh, God damn, it's really hard to hit that monkey. We banned that monkey. <laughs> yeah. Monkey, monkey's not allowed. <laughs> yeah. And um, like all I want is the music from Chinese and virus. Yes. And maybe don't say it. those words together right now. I mean Con like we've given full context. If, okay. Like, like if you want to take that out of context, I guess you're allowed because it is very situational here. They might need to I rename, rename that map and that game mode. That just happens to be my favorite game mode on that map, and I don't really want to say it out loud. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, mm. I mean, look. <laughs> the times maybe, we maybe live it'll, in. Maybe it'll be like tongue in cheek anyway, and I'll just do it. And I like no, no. Think about it, right? It, it's like it wouldn't be great. It, it would be actually terrible. 
Like, they could even do that as a whoopsie, as a marketing strategy. Can you imagine how, like, social media would, no. like, go boom if they were like, hey, we're bringing back the Chinese level no. and virus. Like, can you... No, but, no. like, hey. No, that's bad PR. You work in it, marketing. How can you think this is a good idea? I, do, I don't work in marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I have a master's in marketing. I'm telling you, it's a well, terrible you clearly idea. failed. No, I'm telling you, it's a terrible PR idea, but it's also the best way to get a billion retweets. Yeah, quote retweets of them saying, oh, oh my you're God, getting look ratioed. At <laughs> you're getting ratioed no matter what you do. Jesus. That's a way to get your like social media account banned. Oh, anyway, so yeah, Time Splitters is back. Let's, uh, let's hope other companies follow suit and... Uh, Still holding out for that Eternal Sonata and Ape Escape Every collaboration. Year, it's, it's like, what's the dream? You're like, Ape Escape, what's my dream? Eternal Sonata remake. Are either going to happen? Eternal Sonata, no. Ape, Ape Escape, probably. No, it's no, the, well, probably it's, <laughs> Ape Escape and Zone of the Enders. Make it. Come on, Sony. Tell, do you know what I want? I want a new Time Crisis game with a gun that works. Really that well. seems like something that would be on VR. There are many VR games that are basically just Time Crisis. True. I, I kind of forget that the as a thing. You're right. That is like the way forward for Time Crisis, isn't it? Mm. I mean, you are literally ducking down behind shit yourself. Oh, but you know, man. You know what? As soon as everything settles down a little bit more, I'm going to an arcade and I am finding a Time Crisis machine. Yeah. I have an urge, I have an itch to play Time Crisis. I'll, I'll live stream you playing Time Crisis in an arcade. Or Point Blank. Either of those would be great. Point Blank the is guns cool. were so satisfying. They had like Gun-con. a really... Yeah, they, but like... A good click and like recoil on it. Yeah, it had a great recoil. It felt really awesome. Yeah. Like the ones you would buy for home didn't have like any of that. They were just... It was just a standard light gun. Um, oh yeah, it was only in the arcades that it like actually it was, flew yeah. back when you shot stuff. But um, oh my god, those guns are and it, it just they felt good. They felt powerful in your hands. It was just like oh yeah. Did you such ever such a good feeling? Did you ever play Silent Scope in an arcade? Oh, you mean with the bloody like sniper, sniper rifle? Yeah. Zoom in on yeah. screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I had that for PS2, like the actual like peripheral of it. Oh right. But it sucks though because the scope is basically just like a thing with a bit of like plastic in it that had a crosshair on it and you still had to like hold in a button in order to get the um scope to show up as you're aiming it around but in the arcade it actually acted as a scope so like you had yes, the, the main screen in front of you and then when you look through the scope it was actually zoomed in yeah oh that was that was really cool it was really we tough go- though but man yeah we need to go to arcades yeah but like we'll, good arcades right. I mean, the the one in um, Swansea is pretty good. We can visit that one again. The Sega that, one. That's got, yeah, the yeah. Sega one. Had, but, like, we'll go and, like, just try out maybe a bunch of games. There you go. New new idea. We'll stream ourselves playing... Well, maybe not stream. we record ourselves playing dumb arcade games and give it a score out of 10. Yeah. Put a review but, up. Yeah. And Sega will be like, hey, we want to sponsor you. We're going to... we'll be like... Fly us out to Japan and take us to all these amazing arcades, please. And they're like, okay. 
That's, that's the dream. That's, that's what you got to do. That's how you got to get the deal. Thanks, Skittles. Yep. Sponsored by Mountain Dew and Skittles. I've got... Oh, no, I took it over there. Oh, my Skittles bag's over the other side. Normally when I say that, yeah. I rattle the bag. I, I hate social interaction so much that like I don't like buying Mountain Dews at self-service checkout. <laughs> Wait, self-service? Yeah, because because they ID you for Do it. Do they? Yeah, they ID you. I don't know why. I think it's because it's like an energy drink. But like, Just buy it in I, a spa or something. Buy it yeah, in the test- don't go. <laughs> Yeah, but what... I mean, the other option is you go to a till and then you're there with, like, your case of Mountain Dew and nothing else. Mountain Dew and a frozen pizza. And then this cashier's looking at you and thinking, like, oh, look at this gamer. <laughs> also, huge shout out to a new LucasAid flavor, Raspberry Ripple. Okay, that sounds like an it's ice cream. really good. It's yeah. really good. It's just, it's literally just raspberry, but it's really good. Hashtag I ad. I highly recommend it. Yep, hashtag ad. Hashtag okay. not sponsored by absolutely anything, <laughs> anything at all. No. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. We're here for you, Sony. If you want to talk, email Darian at whatever.com. Don't do that. I don't think that's... Darian that's at dot com. No. Darian TW at lol.com. Lol. Yeah, it's a good email address. You think it's League of Legends website? No. Why not? What, lol.com? Yeah. Has to be, well, right? The science. Okay, you do that. I'm going to start the. I'm going to start playing the intro, which means we've got a few more seconds to chat. Nah, man. There's nothing. <laughs> no, it doesn't come up with nothing. anything. Yeah, okay. No. Oh well. Well, that's gonna do it. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Axums and at Zandiar XDR. Sorry, Darren. I know you like saying that yourself normally, but nah, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it wrong anyway. That's true. Yeah, we'll be back in a couple of weeks and uh, check out our live streams. Which uh, you just look at our Twitter. Well done, Charted, for that. So yeah. Catch you then.